Hey gang, this is Mike Totorella, otherwise known as Lucci, and you are listening to the Refill and Chill podcast. Stay tuned for a sneak preview of Banger Aid Volume 3. I need a refill. <laughs> Too many of them. What are we going to do? You and the chosen one! This is the way. Welcome back to another episode of Refill and Chill, the Star Wars Saturday edition. I'm your host. Dylan Fields, and I'm here with my co-host, Park, comma, Brandon. Brandon, what's up? Not too much, man. We got a great episode of Bad Batch today. We sure did. It was great to finally get some action going here. That wasn't uh, a one-off episode of, you know, one or two of the members being off somewhere else. We had the whole team together this time, and we had some Wookiees. We did have some Wookiees. Um, there's not much to talk about in the Star Wars world um, as of recent, except that Jedi Fallen Order sequel, Jedi Survivor, yes, was delayed to, I believe, April 28th, which is only like a few weeks or a couple days, I believe, from the original release date. So, unsure why they needed that extra day, but... They maybe didn't want it to release the same because I think it was supposed to release similar timing as Mandalorian. Okay. And they maybe thought that was too much Star Wars content at once. Maybe. Because um, we're still in Bad Batch when um, Mando starts. So that could be why. Yep. Well, if you guys haven't seen already, um, uh, it might have ended yesterday. But it was posted on Twitter that PlayStation's store had Jedi Fallen Order for free. Um, I think it's until the end of the month, though, so maybe it was the end of January. Did but... you download it? No, I didn't even look at it, but because I watched the whole storyline like oh. on, on YouTube, so I feel like just playing it would be just for the sake of playing. Mm-hmm. It was a great game. But, definitely was. Yeah, but we'll definitely have to uh, get the new one, and um, we'll talk about that as we go on. Mm-hmm. But, Brandon, do you have what it takes to tell us about episode six of bad batch season two i think i do i think i do um so in this episode the bad batch travel to the space station uh vanguard axis um to meet with the marauder and we're um for intent of selling forged chain coats um which they actually did not um believe that they would be real chain codes at first they had to test them out um even Though Echo claimed that they were um, legit, they still didn't believe them. The whole episode was sus. It kind of reminded me of like, sort of like the Pikes business. Yeah. Um, but they were selling chain codes instead of spice. And um, Omega gets a little nosy while she's waiting by the ship and notices that these droids are basically torturing this Wookiee. Um, so she interacts with them and basically the Wookiee gets a moment that he can, uh, take over the droids, gets free. Um, and then 
the Bad Batch has to help Omega and the Wookiee that turned out to be um, it's pronounced Genji, correct? Or Gunji? Gunji? Gunji, yes. Um, Gunji, um, who was a Jedi, um, which is the first Wookiee Jedi that we know of. Um, we got Gunji in uh, Clone Wars, correct? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes, he was in the episode with Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically they're trying to help him get back to his home planet of Kashyyyk. Um, they arrive to Kashyyyk and they notice that the whole planet of where he thinks he's from um, has been destroyed by the Empire. Um, or what they think is the Empire, and it's partly um, destroyed because of the Trandosians. Yes. Um, so they come across a village that's still surviving of Wookiees, and they try to help them um, defeat the Trandosians um, after dealing with them the night prior. Um we didn't really get a whole lot other than this. They did end up helping the Wookiees out, um, but we did kind of cut off before um, the Bad Batch left off. Yeah. Um, I did like that they included the the Trandosians in this, though. Mm-hmm. It was a nice little uh, connection to what we just watched in The Book of Boba, where we get to see Chris Santon rip off the arms of a Trandosian as they have a longing um, hate for each other. Yes. Uh, I also loved going back to Kashyyyk. Yeah, that was um, sweet. Yeah, that was sweet. I didn't even know we were going to be getting that um, mm -hmm. from the trailer. I thought it was just, you know, Gunji was going to be somewhere and, you know, they might help him get free, but I didn't think they were going to take him all the way to Kashyyyk. Um, nonetheless, get a whole episode out of Kashyyyk. Um, so that was definitely cool. Um I'm definitely curious on how this is going to line up for next week's two episode. Um, yes, finally. We, yes, we're finally going to be getting two episodes again, um, which, you know, always I'm looking forward to that. Um, but Dylan, what were some things that you caught on to in this episode? Well, most importantly, it was great to see a lightsaber. We do love our laser swords as we like to sword fight each other. Um, <laughs> it was uh nice to see Omega. She kind of seemed like she wanted to be one with the Force. I don't know if you caught on, but when she first saw him, like uh, speak to those spider-like creatures, they purposely showed her face, and she had like a shocked look on her face, like, "Oh my gosh, he can do that!" And then at the very end, she was like meditating with Gunji. So. Makes me wonder, will she be force sensitive? I kind of think that she is force sensitive. Um, just thinking back to season one, you know how she was able to predict how Crosshair was gonna be. Uh-huh. Um, in the very first episode, how he was gonna betray him. Yeah. Um, she like knew that way in advance. Uh I didn't know if she just had some, you know, some kind of like I don't want to call it mind reading skills, but it definitely came off as force uh, force sensitive to me. Yeah. Um. So I'm curious whether she's that, even though she's a clone. So I don't know how that really would translate, um, especially a clone of Django Fett, because Django Fett was definitely not force sensitive. Well, maybe 
they were also testing midichlorians. I mean, they could have been um, injecting some midichlorians into each um, into each clone, and maybe that's why she is also so different. Maybe um, female clones have a higher midichlorian like count than the males. Maybe that's why Ray is so strong in the Force, being that she's a daughter of a clone of Palpatine, because somehow he returned. Yes, and I also think that Omega could be part Palpatine as well. Possibly. You know, if you really look at it, you know, they I know it's kind of a, a bold take, but they have similar hair. Yes. Um I I think and I have a gut feeling, and that's the reason that we see Palpatine in the trailer. I wonder if that's somehow how this is gonna all combine together. You are my daughter. <laughs> that would be That'd be crazy if that was his daughter. Yeah, that'd be nuts. But I wonder how him and Django fit. Um, you know, um, did well, they sword fight? When a clone and an emperor love each other very much, they take it to the ad break. <laughs> Brandon, it's now time for the three blue milks. Are you ready to dive into these milks? Absolutely. I'm ready to give some detailed answers for these milks, especially for having such a short episode. Yeah. Um, Right off the bat, number one, what if General Grievous was Darth Maul in disguise? As it was mentioned before, Dave Filoni originally wanted to make General Grievous Maul. I think that would be interesting, and I could see how they would um, make it happen. I'm glad that they didn't do it that way. Um, because then we wouldn't have gotten Maul um, in Rebels or anything past yeah. um, that. And I, I'm glad that they decided to go. You know, that would have changed Clone Wars completely. Um, and honestly, just bringing Maul back in general, I thought was pretty damn cool. Um, even when I took my little uh, hiatus of uh, watching Star Wars and I came back and I saw... Maul somehow managed to come back like Palpatine. Yes. Um, you know, I was pretty confused, but, you know, it made perfect sense. You know, he's not a, a regular human. Plus, this is Star Wars, you know. Still waiting for him to come back in Solo 2 or yeah, some project. form some form of the Crimson Dawn. Yeah, I would love to see him in Crimson Dawn somehow, some way. Um, I hope they do that more often. Like, yeah. do something more with Crimson Dawn. As do I. Because I don't think Solo does enough for it. It does a lot, but not enough, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. But what are your thoughts on that? I'm glad they didn't do it. I think it was a cool thought. It would be really cool if he secretly was. But with the story that we've already gotten, it would only make sense if they never brought Maul back. Like, if it was just him dead in the first episode and we never see him again then, oh, yeah, that was actually Darth Maul's body or Darth Maul's heart or whatever you want to go with. But um, ultimately, glad they didn't go through with it. Yeah, absolutely. Dylan, what's the next blue milk? So, Brandon, is Gunji Chewbacca's bastard son? Ooh. Um, damn, that's crazy. Um, Little did you know... Even before Leia was born, she gave birth to him. What? Yep. Leia gave birth to Gunji? Yep, before Leia was even born. Wild take. 
Wait, hold on. Before late. I'm just fucking with you. Oh. Yeah. You're taking <laughs> I'm like, <part>. what? <laughs> I'm so lost. Yeah. Well, I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to say, yes, it is his bastard son. Uh, being a general in the Kashyyyk Wookiee army, he didn't have time to raise a son. Um, or at the time, he was very close with the Jedi and he realized his son had potential to be a Jedi with um, his uh, connection to the Force. And we might see that come up again. But Brandon, <laughs> for the third and final Blue Milk. Can we both say this one at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> Empu Palpatine. Palpatine. What, what happened? happened? <laughs> oh, shout out James. We love him. How do you lose to Darth Vader? <laughs> he is an icon living. Um, <laughs> there's really no way to answer to that question, but oh man, Palpatine is the ultimate loser. He lost to Mace Windu. He lost to Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader. He lost to Rey, his own granddaughter. He would have lost to Yoda. He would have lost to Yoda, yes. He's just a loser. He is. Big fat loser. Yeah, we hate you. Only thing he can win is Chancellor. Yes, that's Emperor right. Emperor is just too big of a step for him. Mm-hmm. That's right. But yet, he somehow returned. He did. And somehow, we cannot wait for him to return to the Bad Batch. And I think that will be next week when we have the two-part episodes. I hope so. It's either going to be next week or it's going to be the finale. Yeah. That would be kind of a blue ball to make us wait till the finale. That would be. Well, only if it fits in the story. Well, that wraps it about up for this episode of Refill and Chill, the Star Wars Saturday edition. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in this week. Uh, We'll see you all next week when we continue on our journey. Peace. Peace. And I will never change. I couldn't even if I wanted to for you. There's nothing left to say. If I was you, if I was you, then I was dead A thousand miles away Chill out, dickwad.